Hi, and thank you so much for joining me today on The Gospel Lens. The scripture calls us to be sojourners and exiles, and to view this world in the current age as a place where believers don't fully belong. However, we face a wide variety of experiences and circumstances on our path. So we hope this can be an encouragement, an edification, or challenge as we try to take a microscope to events, experiences, and situations in our lives and ask the question, how does my identity in Christ and the gospel determine my perspective and response to life and events on my exile path? Hi again and welcome. Uh, as I said at the beginning, my name is John, and I thought that since this was, I guess you would call it the pilot episode, that it would be helpful and useful to take a little time and give an explanation. What is the purpose of this? What's the context? What, what is, you know, why did I choose to do this? Um, and if you if you choose to continue listening or choose to listen to more in the future, uh, what do I hope that you'll get out of it? What what am I hoping that you will that you will gain or, or like I said, get out of these? To put it simply, that by discussions and looking through the gospel at our lives circumstances and actions, we can be challenged to let the gospel shape our walk as exiles in this world. In the intro, you heard me mention perspectives, and everyone has perspectives on their experience. You know, we all share some experiences. We all have experiences that are different than others. Sometimes our experiences might be very similar. Sometimes they're even almost the same. Sometimes they're wildly different. But one thing that we all share is that we all have different perspectives on our experience. We all view our, our experiences through uh, different lenses. And our experiences, more specifically, our perspectives on our experiences and on events in our life, on the, the situations that we come across every single day, whether on a large scale or on a very small scale, our perspectives on those experiences define a lot of who we are. They define a lot. They're, they're both defined by who we are, but they also define who we are in the sense that one trend that you see in the world today is, is something we could call tribalism. You know, that we tend to group up with people that share our perspectives. We, we push away people that don't. Uh, we, we view others that have an opposing perspective, maybe not in every single area, but in many areas, uh, the more important areas, we tend to view them as enemies. Uh, you know, it's us against them. It's it's our side against their side. It's in the in so many different arenas, uh, and some of those arenas can strike us as pretty harmless. You know, everyone has a, a different perspective. For example, on after you watch a movie, two people could walk out with the having had the same experience. They watched the same movie, but they viewed it through very different lenses. And maybe one of them liked it, and one of them didn't. And that's a can be a relatively harmless difference. But then there are others when it comes to bigger issues, whether things that we believe deeply or things that we think affect us deeply, where this tribalism becomes a lot more serious. You know, and often these different perspectives, they're not unexpected. Perspectives of people from different places or different backgrounds. Uh, for example, someone, currently I'm living in an Asian, an Asian country, and I would expect someone here to have very different perspectives on a lot of different things and in a lot of different areas than someone who was from the West. Uh, they have different perspectives than I do many times. I expect that. 
it seems almost natural to us. I would expect someone who comes from certain family backgrounds to have a different perspective from a person that, that had a very different upbringing. Someone who comes from a different social class or a different economic class would have a different perspective on many areas of life. Like I say, that's, that's normal. It's expected. However, when that same trend spills over to believers and when you have, when you have Christians that suddenly are dividing along these tribal lines around their perspectives on different things, that's when the conversation has to change. And that's when it can no longer be as simple as, oh, this person is from such and such a background, therefore their perspective is different. And this person is from such and such a class, therefore their perspective is different. It can't be the same conversation. It has to change when you're talking about believers. And it's not simply that we add in another element to the perspective. Right now, if for some reason you happen to be listening in the future, we are in the middle of, for many people, lockdown, um, varying degrees of social distancing due to the COVID-19 pandemic. And in times like this, times of suffering or struggle or hardship, whatever your personal experience has been through this, many people have been drawn to the book of First Peter, because First Peter has a lot to say about suffering. Peter was writing to a group of people that were going through rough times. But Peter doesn't only talk about suffering. He doesn't just talk about how to go through suffering. He also wants his readers to understand their place in the world. Their place was that they were exiles, that this world was not their home. This is not the end of the road. This is just a step on the journey. And especially at the beginning of the book, one thing that he wants them to understand is that they should view the world they're walking through, through the lenses of this identity that they had in Christ. Think of the beginning of chapter two, when he spends a lot of time talking about who believers are because of who Christ is. So he wants them to view their journey, their their sojourn, if you will, through the lenses of Christ and the gospel. Peter calls us in that book to the same thing that Paul frequently calls us to, to ask the question, who are we in Christ and in the gospel? And once that is answered for us, how should we then live? You know, how, how do I then, what, what perspective does that give me? Because see, when you, when, you take that, when you take those truths in mind, it makes the discussion around experiences and around perspectives that much more important. See, it's no longer a matter of just having different perspectives. It's no longer a matter of looking at two different people and saying, well, here are the differences between them in all of these different areas. So it's completely legitimate that they would have different perspectives. But now it becomes a matter of right versus wrong perspective. And what I mean by that, I don't mean to say that that your background and the differences that it gives you and how you think and how you view different things and how you respond to experience, that that is somehow wrong. What I mean is that for those that belong to Christ, for those that have been changed by the gospel, the defining perspective of my life can no longer be any of those other things. It can no longer be the the place I come from, the background, the family, the social class, the economic class that I come from. It cannot be any of those things. My experiences now have to be interpreted through the lens of the gospel. My perspective has to be drawn from who I am in Christ and who I am in the gospel. This discussion often takes place around macro issues. I'm not sitting here saying that, hey, guys, I'm the first person that wanted to talk about looking at the world or trying to encourage you to view the world through the gospel as opposed to all of these other options. 
But a lot of the discussions take place around macro issues, like, for example, world decisions, major national decisions, big events, you know, the, the, the big things that happen to us. I prefer to focus the conversation more locally, a little more personally. Now, whether that's due to a legitimate passion for those things or simply because the macro issues are harder to talk about, I'll leave that for you to decide. But when I say I want to focus the conversation more locally and personally, what I mean is how should you respond as a Christian when viewing your world and the daily events in your world through a gospel lens? So when you look not not at the things that the government is doing, do they impact you? Absolutely. But how do you respond to that? And how do you view your response? How do you interpret your response? Or more importantly, how do you decide what your response should be when you are looking at your world through the lens of who you are in Christ and in the gospel? So when we come to the question of what's the purpose of this, what do I hope to accomplish by this? I want to take a look at a range of different questions. You know, when you, when you talk about viewing the world and experience and perspectives through the gospel, there's almost no end of possible topics. What I want to do is, whether it be through discussing, discussing topics, through interviews with different people in the body, I want to examine the question of what does it look like when you really take a microscope to your world and examine the events and your responses, the, the daily decisions that you have to make through the lenses of the gospel. Not that I've got it figured out, not that I have the answer, but just take us on a journey where we're asking the question, where we're thinking together Governed by scripture, what does it look like to view my world through the lenses of who I am in Christ and who I am in the gospel? I'm not here to give a balanced view of all perspectives, to, to view them in a balanced way, or to give voice to all of them. I don't believe that all perspectives are created equal. To my knowledge, I don't know anyone who does believe that. Oftentimes, unbelievers and their perspectives, and sadly, believers and their perspectives are defined and identified by this fluctuation, these, these ups and downs, and they change, and their, their perspectives and their response to their experience can change based on how, whether they view their experience as positive or negative, so wildly. An honest reading of the New Testament shows us that a believer's perspective should not change. It shouldn't be defined by the same fluctuation and variance that we see around us. So to answer the question of what the purpose of this is, my hope through, again, conversations, discussions with different people in the body of Christ, discussions around different topics and just thinking through things is to help us on that road towards aligning our perspectives with, again, who we are in Christ and in the gospel. Because in the, in the gospel, in Christ, in the word of God, we find an unchanging, unshakable unvarying foundation for our perspective and a basis for viewing and interpreting everything that we will go through, everything that will happen to us, good or bad, viewing that, again, based on that unchanging, unshakable, unvariable foundation of, of who I am in Christ, who I am in the gospel, and what I find written in his word. <laughs>